0: Big question, something I don't think has actually been pulled up on this show before. Marnie, right. best uh-huh. takeaway?
1: Uh, oh. I think an Indian, do you know?
0: Indian? I, I like an Indian. Yeah, why know. though? Give me a
1: justification here. Because Indians are really expensive, so you can't really go out to get one. Like, you can't really go to an Indian restaurant a lot because they're quite expensive. But mm-hmm. when you get the takeaway, you know that yes, you're spending the money, but. You're going to have like four meals out of it Like yeah. they give you so much food And you get pop doms for free And you get dips for free
0: This so, is very interesting what you just said Because yeah. literally I ordered what's called the best deal in town And my exact words were I'll be eating this for three days No,
2: no, Hi. but see the place you got it from I, You couldn't pay me to go to Café India Honestly, that place is horrific Anytime I've been in there Someone's tried to fight with whoever I've been with
0: Listen, right, that mm. sounds like you just keep bad company. And I know the company you keep. I'm part of it. You do keep bad company. <laughs> so it's, it's your there. That's not Cafe India's fault. I can tell you that for a fact. That's
2: Cafe India.
0: Do you have what's, a, the best, uh,
1: what's the
0: what's best, the best
1: Indian? What's the best Indian
0: then? Oh, Cafe India. Torn Yard in Ayrshire. <laughs> in Ayrshire? Yeah, Torn Yard, mate. Why do you eaten. frequent Indians in Ayrshire? <laughs> that doesn't matter.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay
0: Nicky any, anything other than Indian or do you agree with
2: Indian uh, no Chinese uh, Chinese for taking away Indian for sitting that's the way the, that's the way my okay. cuisines go okay, okay, I prefer great. sitting in for an Indian when they give you those wee things that have got that wee candle in the middle and you set your curry on top of it that's and it that's a keeps point. It uh, warm and all point that's true I did
1: not even consider that I like the
2: whole experience of being in an Indian restaurant and the music and all that Yeah. There's Chinese restaurants I yeah. could take a leave. See, to be mm-hmm. fair, I went. With,
0: I remember this distinctly. Do you know when the River Village used to do sit-in? That's an Erskine restaurant, Marnie, so I completely apologise I don't remember idea. that.
1: That's all right.
0: They used to do sit-in, and I went with Torres.
2: Lovely night.
0: At, at an amazing dinner. And it tasted so much well, better because it was And like When we're talking about and Indians,
2: Trevor yeah? McCann went to Bishopton Tandoori. Okay. And they do a thing called the Tally Buffet. So you get, like... I can't believe I'm going to pure detail of this. You get like yeah. three starters you choose, right? And then, so it's like a wee platter thing. And then you get like three curries. And then mm. while you're, it's like a wee smaller version of a normal curry. And while you're eating that, you just order the next ones and they bring that over when you're finished. It's brilliant. I'm so glad we brought this up
0: because now I'm happy. <laughs> i like, want no, Indian, Indian you know? yeah. I have an Indian here, you All know, right. so I, I can look forward to this. Um, it's a nice positive start. We're talking about The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, what was good yeah. about this Star Wars trilogy that we've done this month is that I've somehow ended up on all three. I was meant to do one. Good. Uh, <laughs> I've ended up on all three, and I've seen how it's went. I've seen the sort of critical yeah, nature. you made a
2: dig at me and Scott after the last one.
0: I didn't take it dig at you and Scott. All <laughs> I said was that right, the second did. show with Kieran and AJ was a very positive show. That was the only comment I made and then you jumped in as though it was an insult directed at you. No, it was. You
2: well, you this, is not, this
1: is not going to be a positive show. I tell you that, That's the one. Oh, No, <laughs> so Marla, you
2: don't know, right? This is what our whole friendship's like. It's just bickering
1: constantly. Okay, I, don't, cool.
0: I don't bicker with you. You bicker with the universe. And I have to represent, you know, the people. No, I don't. <laughs> I'm. I'm a very affable person affable person well someone who else is who's affable are all the skywalkers the rise of skywalker came out in the year 2019 um oh, stars what time. yeah carrie fisher what time. mark hamill adam driver daisy ridley john Boyega, oscar isaac and a whole slew of other people it was made for 275 million dollars how much do you think it made at the box office marnie
1: Ooh. Um. So they made it for 200, what was it, 275? Do you say? Yeah,
0: 275.
1: And I'm going to say it made like 850.
2: Okay, Mickey? Uh Again, mate, is the last time I've done this, I'm pretty sure I know this because I looked it up. A billion roundabout Shut billions. up. It
0: made $1.074 <gasps> billion dollars no, at the didn't. box office. Yep, $1 billion. Um, Disney, <laughs> One the billion evil dollars. Geni- the geniuses at <laughs> Disney will be absolutely buzzing with that. It received three nominations at the Oscars for Best Original Score, Best Visual Effects and Best Sound Editing, um, which are possibly the only three categories that this movie could have been nominated in uh, because yeah. it wasn't getting it for its script um, but it certainly was not
1: getting it for its script for <laughs> oh, <that>. David
2: don't <laughs> be so negative i trying
0: listen, a positive time here listen I, I love Star Wars this might be my least favourite Star Wars movie perhaps right so we'll get into it but hey, Nikki, I'll ask you because like, listen we talked about this with Force Awakens by the time it got to this point with the sequel trilogy how excited were you going into uh, watching The uh, Rise of Skywalker
2: in the cinema. I still had a pure hangover of rage for The Last Jedi, which I'm glad I mm-hmm. wasn't on that podcast, because I just fucking hate that movie so much. Because see if it was... I, I'm going right to The Last Jedi already. See if that was a standalone film, The Rise, it would have been good. But see, because of everything it done, there's no way that The Rise of Skywalker could have ever been good. Because it just had mm. so much to try and sort out from that mess. Yeah. to try and get it back to like a story about the Skywalkers all this okay. stuff so telling what, her she's nothing and all that and then what sort it's of mess just are we an talking issue?
1: what sort what of sort mess we talking just because I don't know an awful lot about Star Wars so like well, what sort so of t- so they
2: randomly so the First Awakening kind of builds up that you think Ray's going to be a Kenobi or someone in the kind of line maybe related to look somehow then The Last Jedi <clears throat> Kylo Ren says she's nobody she's nobody from nowhere so you're like, well, right, well, that's that, nothing. Then you've got the fact that looks just miserable all the time and then projects himself to fight Kylo Ren. That was also just weird. Then Leia, like, Okay. flies at one point. There's just so much they need to, leave. Like, right, so you're saying all so this... so many criticisms of this from films. You're so saying all this,
0: to be honest with you, like, we had a really positive look at the last year. I don't think it's perfect in terms of... I've said this to you before, Nikki. like, I... Like to an extent, these three movies individually, but as a cohesive trilogy, they just don't work. Like Marnie, you've said this. Like you're not very familiar with Star Wars at all. This is the no. last Star Wars film, and this that must be great. Nine... Not disappointed by them all. Uh, <laughs> <No>. Aye. <laughs> so now yeah. a nine a nine film saga. Like, what were your thoughts when, like, I was like, okay, you're coming in doing this show on the last film? Have you not seen any sort of, of them? Big epic. Mm-
1: do you know, I think I've seen I've seen one, or I've seen half of one, that I had to watch when I was babysitting two wee boys once. And uh, other than that, no, I've, I've never seen a Star Wars film ever in my life. And um, couldn't massively tell you what it's about, even though it's so weird because it's such, like, a cultural phenomenon that, like, I can recognise so many parts of it when I just, like, see it, you know... Uh, online but no I've never actually watched uh, one of the full films so it's interesting hearing people go oh I was really disappointed because of this reason and that reason because I was just disappointed overall as a (laughs) a newcomer so I'm not quite disappointed (laughs) but I (laughs) think just like I went in as ever I don't know what's going on but I'll get there but you know It really did not help you at all to sort. And I know they can't. Like I know I understand the story is so seems so complex and so fucking long. Sorry, David. Don't know if you can swear on the on the podcast. You can swear
2: all you want. Uh, I swear all the time.
1: Okay, thank you. So fucking long. Like seems like such a long story that I was like, right. There's no way they can just give me a nice wee recap before they dive in. I understand that. Um, But yeah, just I just felt like I was watching sort of like. Episode in the 40th series of a soap that I haven't been watching for decades on end, so I just tried to take it as face value to be honest. Um,
2: nice, and even
1: that was uh... a <laughs>
2: David. Listen, <laughs> David, I'll tell you what I hate about this film. Okay, like, see this, this, in Star Wars in general, under the Disney thing, nothing's got any consequences. So, see, like. Marnie, sorry if you're going to watch any of the last hours films but see when we were Nobody's. like Mace Windu dies and he's just dead Django Fett dies and that's just it it's just that's it he's gone yeah. but now you've got Chewbacca gets fucking blown up and then he's just there again you're like oh he wasn't on that plane then fucking Kylo Ren dies she just heals him suddenly he can just heal people now mm-hmm. and it just okay. pisses me off there's now no like see now And I watch like, so see when I was watching Rise of Skywalker C- C3 Fuel loses his memory and I was like you hear people like gasping in the cinema, and I was like, "This will be fine. Nothing will happen. It will just be mm. back to normal soon. Because they're not—they're not making anything that's going to upset people.
1: Aye. Uh, well, do you know it's funny because I had exactly the same thought, and I really am someone who is coming to this with a really, you know, fresh perspective. And it seems to me that these films, like the more that they make of them, it just seems like they're trying to cling on to like the past and like they're just trying to recreate them for the same sort of generation of people that see it as this like nostalgic thing and they, they never want it to end, they want it to keep going. So that actually makes perfect sense that they have all these sort of little plot lines or characters that just they just keep bringing out and they keep bringing back. And
2: Exactly. they well just want, like the same people.
1: Yeah, because I know that, that, right, they're obviously making a fuck ton of money as well. Like a billion dollars is uh, nothing to sniff at. But um, and I just I just hate that. That's totally not my um, that's not my uh, that's not what I enjoy about films at all. Is I don't like the sort of um, not letting the story just be. I hate when people do that and in TV as well. Yeah, I hate. There's nothing worse than you find out they're making like series six of a TV show that they should have finished at season two. Like I just think, know when to, know when to let it lie, but. You say that to like hmm. die hard, die hard Star Wars fans, and they just they just can't hear it. So, you know, such Same as, as David Campbell,
2: um, who is a die hard <laughs> Star Wars fan,
0: and you just can't.
2: Truffles, <laughs> we were we were arguing on a walk last week. You just mm-hmm. can't criticize Star Wars, but if you I even if you do, it you say Star good Wars. things about it. So you say like, oh, I don't like the trilogy, but I like every set, single film. Mm, yeah, you, you but just, that's okay to say, like, just because I don't want to live my that life they are part you know, of a trilogy completely. Yes,
0: it. I acknowledge that, Nicky. I know there are three films back to back to back that link up in some way. I know they're a trilogy. You don't need to explain that to me. <laughs> All I'm saying is, when I was in the cinema <laughs> with my ice blast and my popcorn, did I have a good time? Absolutely, I did. Drifles, I've, sometimes, I've
2: debate with you before as well. I think I would enjoy just about any film in the cinema. Because I, you I wouldn't, like you wouldn't enjoy mm. watch that. You wouldn't enjoy Phantom. Phantom
0: Thread. Thread. You don't
2: enjoy Phantom Thread. Ah, you don't fucking enjoy Phantom Thread. The head, like, just... Phantom Threads are one in a million. That and we had to our seats for that movie. <laughs> yeah, we were in luxury. at that, and the springfield Not key. Stop it. it! was so terrible.
1: <laughs> you can't watch Phantom Thread in the cinema. You watch it when you're fresh out of a breakup and you're crying your eyes out. That is when you watch it. Okay, then you'll fucking love <sighs> it. Can't even watching it. <laughs> stuff in your face which you shouldn't even be doing I do
2: <Stuffing. anything. laughs> that's what we were doing our feet up living in luxury
0: it was oh. phenomenal and it wasn't the movie we wanted for that comfort that level of comfort listen mm-hmm. I want to bring some order to this like I also going back
2: in Star Wars luxury though and didn't like it either but I did this, um, that's another point but... see when I watched Rise of Skywalker I was like this yeah. is cool but mm. my issue with this is the same issue that was brought up with Phantom Menace so you go from like happy to sad to worried to then happy again and then it's just like all these things happening so fast you've not got any chance to like take it in yeah. it's just all the what? things of like kylo ren nearly dying to then they're fighting palpatine then he's saving her, and then it's just so much
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: well, what i will say is like the, the why well, get you know something positive out of this it's nikki i'll come to you first with this point this is really the first, first time we, we get to see... Oh, I'm going to try and get out of here. Uh, we get to see Ray, Finn, and Paul finally interacting as a trio. I think you've been critical of this sequel trilogy. You know you know I, I like it, but I think you know, a shining light has been, regardless of how the characters have been written at times, these three actors have given everything they can to making these, these movies a success, and that has to be commended, surely.
2: Yeah, he, look, this, this is what my dad always says, a bit of a grim phrase. You can only pass for the cock you're given. That's what he always Aye. says. And it's just, they've done the most of what they had. But, mate, there's another fucking criticism. So, Kylo Ren and Rey kissed. Well, wait, one second, just want to take a moment to acknowledge <laughs> they we should... had
0: some positive. No, because I'm
2: going back to the characters, right? They should not have kissed. It should have been fucking Poe and Finn. They should have fucking kissed. The whole yeah. thing built up with this kind of sexual tension with them, and you're like, they're not going to fucking kiss. And then it just doesn't happen.
0: Yeah, and, and instead we get a sort of. so right
2: to finally do that. It doesn't
0: we get a sort of fan service Um Exactly. But like like, yeah, I said last I, I love
2: fucking so Oscar Isaacs in that um, role. He's, he's cool. He's like, like what Harrison Ford was. But mm-hmm. there's just, again, there's only so much you can do with a story like that and different directors coming in and all that stuff.
0: Yeah, I'll be interested to hear what Marnie thinks because Marnie, obviously, we had the three, the two films before this to get to know Daisy Ridley as Ray, uh, John Boyega is Finn, and uh, Oscar Isaac is Paul. Out of those mm. three that I've mentioned, which of them was your your favourite? Which of them stood out to you?
1: Um, you know, I mean, I kind of, an, I don't know if one particularly stood out to me. What did stand out to me is I did think the acting was. Very good. I will say that. Um, and I wasn't expecting it to be good. Uh, I thought that um, some of the writing was a wee bit cringy and I didn't really like about the dialogue. And I could see, like, clearly in the past films, they've definitely built up these relationships quite a lot. Um, so if you were kind of used to that and you kind of, you were um, you were sort of like a fan of, of the dynamic, I, c- I could see why it would sort of play into that. But I did think that acting was good, considering the fact that you know, they're just surrounded by fucking CGI aliens all the time. Mm. Um, so to kind of at first I was like, well, oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be so jarring to watch and bizarre to watch, like um, Daisy Ridley trying to act serious with you know what was probably like a tennis ball on a stick for most <laughs> of the filming. Um, I think uh, I've taken that from Lord of the Rings somewhere. Um, but I was actually quite impressed. I was quite impressed with um the acting and uh, how the dynamics sort of played out. Even though I probably I didn't have like the background information.
0: Yeah, I did. A lot uh, like I said, like there's a lot of criticisms to be made about where the story went in the end. But I think you know Ray ultimately got to where we wanted Ray to go. You know, being the hero of the story. No, nope. I think no, she did not. She did a Kenobi. She was like an like <laughs> Ultimately, she was the hero of the story. Boiled down to its basic bits, you know. That's the most important thing that we wanted. Uh, did you, what Dameron did you say? They're basic. What? The basic bit. That's I the most you bit. <laughs> we he, he <laughs> called her a basic bitch.
1: Why is she a basic bitch? She's not a basic
0: bitch. I said, boil down to the most basic like, that bits. Awesome. That's what we wanted. Like, I never said I anything said about you said
2: a basic bitch. bitch. I you said, Boiled down to that basic
0: And then we have, we have Poe, Poe and Finn, you know, leaders of the resistance, like Finn leading this sort of uh, rebel band of stormtroopers or former stormtroopers in the fight, uh, I thought was a, a pretty nice touch as well. So I was happy with an extent with, with where they left off. Like, Marnie, one conversation that you actually mailed me about um, mm-hmm. with regards to this movie was the return of Carrie Fisher. Now, obviously, uh-huh. there's a big saga behind this. Carrie Fisher died before um, before The Last Jedi was released. And there was a lot of debate on how to give the proper send-off to Leia's character. Um, at one point, Meryl Streep was linked in with uh, mm. re- recasting and playing Leia, and apparently she was on board to, to do it, to honour honor Carrie. Talk of doing complete CGI, but eventually they managed to find, like, basically deleted scenes and unused footage from uh, the previous films in the franchise, namely, <coughs> pardon me, namely The Force Awakens. So, oh, <laughs> <laughs> what, I wanted, what I wanted to ask you was, what was your thoughts on how they used Leia and Carrie Fisher in this movie
1: well I had to sort of do a wee bit of research because when I saw her I thought hold on a wee minute Like something's not adding up here and then I remembered um, reading a lot of uh, sort of articles at the time, people saying is this right like using sort of AI and um, uh technology to like superimpose dead actors actors that have passed away into into new films i i personally don't agree with it and i think um using also the idea of just using footage from not just an an older film but a different film right it's not the same it's not the same film it's not Mm -hmm. the same storyline like you're so clearly they're so focused on the aesthetic of it and because that's what it is right you know there's there's doing the whole how can we pay respect to Carrie Fisher how can we pay respect to the character and then you know maybe I'm being cynical but then you know there's the mindset of it needs to look the same and it comes back to what we were talking about earlier where there's this obsession I think with uh, everything trying to be as uh, true to the original as it can be and instead of just sort of moving on so I, per- mm. I was really quite uh, uncomfortable watching that. And I thought, you know, clearly it's not to really help the plot or any sort of dialogue if you're using old old dialogue. Um, and also what, what I said to you in, in my message, David, was, you know, did Carrie Fisher sign off on this before she passed? You know, I know you said her daughter mm. did, but there's just a whole... There's a whole host of that that doesn't sit right with me. I don't agree really with, um, you know, I think, who was it? Kanye West got Kim Kardashian like a, a hologram of her dad or something. I was like, I remember reading that and I was like, what the hell is All going All those
2: on? holograms drive me mental because they're not even holograms. Aye. See what the definition of a, It's just It's just a projection. Aye. And you're like, it's not, everyone keeps uh-huh. calling these, like they say, oh, they got me a hologram. And you're like, no, they didn't. It's just well,
1: it's a not, pretend it's video. It's not that person, I. It's a pretend video that's been, you know, manipulated. And I, and I, I, I don't know what it would be like to see something like that in person of someone. I know, like, maybe I, it would be amazing, but I just thought... But it's not their words, right. is it?
2: If it was their words, you'd be like, all right, that's nice. Maybe I'm a bit I more enthusiastic it, yeah. than that. <laughs> I, I get yeah, I to be honest, so I'm,
1: weird. Mar-
0: yeah, Marnie, I get your point, like, because obviously I had... I was very critical when they did it with Peter Cushion for Rogue One. And even the same thing, like Disney, they've been known to do this. Like Don Rickles died before uh, Toy Story 4, before he could do his recording for Mr. Potato Head and that. And they took all his lines from like previous movies, video games that he'd done the voice of the character for, trailers, adverts, and they managed to put it together so he could voice him in the movie. Um, which also is questionable and, you know, has raised some debate. Uh, Nikki, mm-hmm. I wonder what you think with, with regards to that.
2: I think what they should have done, mate, is just at the start of the movie, just try and easily bring up that she died in, like, f- fucking some battle or of natural causes. No mm-hmm. Star Wars fan would have looked at that and went, oh, but can we not see her talking first? Do you know what I mean? Because you mm-hmm. just go, well, she's dead in real life. So, yeah. yeah. Wait, they, they, they could have just started with, people, you know. People look at it and just think that's a character they don't think uh-huh. of it as that's Carrie Fisher who's got a family and kids and stuff yeah like, so you don't need to like project this thing of what she done previously to uh, I just I just I completely disagree with it and the same as you, travels I disagreed with, like, with Tarkin as well I just think oh, what's the point just bring yeah. new people in yeah I
1: yeah. think yeah it's you the de-agent it.
0: thing as well um like see with the Irishman uh, like the, that movie did not work for me purely because, like, when they tried to de-age De Niro at the start. Away, yeah, he moves like an old, old man. man and it was, and spoilers for the, the latest season of The Mandalorian, like, the only criticism I had of that was when they brought Luke back in the final episode. Um, like, he looks like they've de-aged him, they've de-aged okay. Mark Hamill.
2: Yeah. That's, that Luke Skywalker thing. Like, people need to get in their heads, right? See, as much as technology is brilliant, we can't see GI faces. They just yeah. don't look good. They just does not look good. Look they awkward. couldn't take a
0: mustache off a of Henry Cavill for fuck's sake. You just look at uh. him and TJ face and go, What is that? Like, yeah.
2: yeah, like, like shit. The thing is, thing? Disney has Sebastian Stan.
0: Valley. Disney <laughs> has Sebastian Stan, who is like the spitting image of Mark Hamill at that age. No, no just, just get, get a just get Sebastian started. It's like one scene
2: it's like, just like, see when you brought up the Mandalorian there the Mandalorian is what they should have done the Star Wars the, the sequels it is just different mm. there's like there is fan service in it like wee bits like oh they're in Tatooine again or whatever I don't even remember if they do go there but no, they,
0: got, they wee, go to Tatooine
2: about, yeah, but it's new but it's just wee bits it's just like, like oh look at us but then it's basically like a western at the same oh. time so we'll it's get to that in a wee minute completely up. different yeah. characters but it's just, it's this thing of, I told, I said this in the last podcast I was on, it's like a Disney's blueprint of this happens, this happens, this happens, and then we'll make loads of money. Mm-hmm. It's just not like, like, see when Marnie was saying about hating the dialogue? Marnie, see, watch the prequels, then you'll see what fucking terrible dialogue is. <laughs> but at least in those ones, it was like one guy's vision. So you could just go, right, uh-huh. that's, that's just what happens. But and that's, yeah. it just seems like people sat around the boardroom saying, I said this the last one, like, oh, is she a Kenobi? We should make a Palpatine. Then just all these debates that have just, like, that phrase, too many cooks spoil the broth. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's just mm. all these hands in it.
0: Aye. It makes it uh-huh. terrible. Y- you know, we love a good broth. Don't want it spoiled. But, Nicky, I'll, uh-huh. I'll, I'll stick with you for this. For um, <laughs> this the broth. <laughs> this is the, <laughs> the first time we've seen Billy D. Williams back as Lando. Uh, for the first time since 1983. Um so it's a very, very long gap between playing the same character. I'd done some voice work in Rebels before that. Like out of all the things, like whether it's necessary or not, it's it's good to see Lando back and it's good to see Billy D back,
2: surely. Yeah, mate, I, I was that was like I was at a point where I was like, I hate this film. And then he came in and I was like, oh, that's that's quite good. And he got he <laughs> brought in he got brought in, in, a, in a decent way. He didn't make a big song and dance about it. He just kind of appeared, and you're like, "Oh, he's just back now." Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was just I did quite. I must. I, I kind of felt that one as well. I liked him coming back, but Lando's just cool as yeah. well. And he, but I, I was quite happy. But but the other thing is because they didn't use him in every film, I was like, mm-hmm. he needs to come at some point. Yeah, but it wasn't like like with Harrison Ford, like you knew Harrison Ford didn't want to be there, and yeah. Force Awakens. It was just like he certainly out
0: did to not like, let him
2: be here for this one either. <laughs> it's just wheeling him out to be like, oh, here he is again. Then you're just thinking, yeah. they've just paid him like 10 million to do like yeah. fucking five lines. He refused like, what credit is for this more? film. Harrison Ford refused credit for this film. Mate, no wonder. See, to be fair to Harrison Ford, like I sent you that thing on Twitter, yeah. they said to him, oh, like, oh, do you think Han Solo becomes a force ghost at the end of it? And he says, I don't know what the fuck that is, and I don't care either. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, cool. It's so good. But great. at least he's just talking uh, about to me. He doesn't pretend that he yeah. cares about Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, a this a good job.
1: This is, the, yeah, this is the, the thing, and I think I was agreeing completely with what you said before, um, Nikki, about the attitude towards um, Carrie Fisher being in this film, is that people do forget that these are actors. And, I mean... I'm hopefully at some point in my life wanting to be a casting director so that's a really interesting process for me and what I find like is one of the most interesting parts of filmmaking is casting yeah. Um. and I think it completely it loses like that excitement and that intrigue of like finding characters that that are you know finding actors that are playing the same characters but at different times in their life Um. Uh, for different reasons, like, I just think it loses that completely, and it's because people are so obsessed, obsessed, people are obsessed with Star Wars, and with, um, with mm. all, lots of franchises, and I understand that, I understand, like, having something you're so into, but when you're so into it that you can't separate it almost from real life, and you just, you know, you do want to see this sort of AI, and... Um, Carrie Fisher instead of you know just letting it letting it go and just letting you know letting her rest and you know what,
2: I think, yeah, it's a think that's a good point people get obsessed with the actors as well like just their uh-huh. performing like I remember I think I've told this story and this before Trof was your film that you've made when we were all there at that that day and I can never remember the guy's name which is rude but he came and it was like the first time we'll like to right? an actual actor
0: yeah so we
2: were all like acting in that right just like blagging it really and then he came and was just amazing and like all of us were just like watching him just being like look at you
1: acting it was
2: like amazing yeah and so i get why Mm. people can get attacked like first time i seen star wars i was like three or four years old so it's been my whole life of Mm. loving these films but i still i'm at a point where i'm like that's not a real person so if she's passed Mm. away just let her rest
1: yeah.
0: Let's let's have a think about um the biggest one to come back here was in the most controversial uh Emperor Palpatine. Marnie going to start with you here. As someone completely <laughs> knew, a bit. Yeah, yeah, cuz you you have things to say. I know that. But Marnie, uh-huh. uh, as someone completely new to the franchise, how effective a villain did you find Palpatine in this?
1: Right, so you're going to have to explain exactly who that was to yeah. me
0: yeah, with because, the, to
2: the end that was a oh, big chair. Yeah, the big um, evil guy. <laughs>
1: With like the really scary
2: face and yeah. all yeah, pale. Yeah, he's
1: Scottish, actually, Ian McDiarmid. Yeah, yeah. Oh! Um, yeah, he was fucking terrifying. Um, <laughs> just your sort of quintessential uh, bad guy, almost a little bit camp. And do you know, it's so funny because I was speaking to my friend yes, uh, last night. Oh no, here's the thing: Star Wars, the entire thing, the entire thing is camp as hell. And this is what my friend said to me last night. I went, I'm watching Star Wars. I'm trying to understand it, and she went. All you need to know about Star Wars is that it's just so camp and over the top, and I think that is so, like that's like that was so funny to me to hear that because it is like he is your quintessential villain, like right down to the the dark hood and the sort of the horrible wee hands. He's like him. He reminded me of the 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 witch in Snow White. Like it's just so. (laughs) <laughs> it's almost so by the bird and sort fly of over the top. Sorry. Do you know what I mean? Like that's actually awesome. like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's such a resemblance. <laughs> it's the it's, it's really such awesome. the same. They look the exact same, and I'm. I was just like, this is just, I mean, also terrifying. Like in, yeah. with all the uh, special effects. So, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, hit the nail on the head. But it wasn't. Um, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't creepy. Do you know what I mean? It's not what yeah. that. It, it almost plays safe a little bit to, um, to what you expect from like a bad guy. It wasn't like... A, I'm trying to think of who's like really, really creepy. Ooh, like... Uh, David. <laughs> fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> like, Fre- like yeah. Freddy Krueger's really creepy, isn't he? Like, he's just...
2: Yeah. But he's but, also uh, camp as hell. Oh, you know, he's also, also camp as hell. Well, see the, like, ca- the camp thing? That's why I was saying earlier on that they, they should have kissed. You can't have all this pure camp film, a big camp film series like a soap opera, and then not just have, have a couple of characters that are yeah. actually gay. But yeah. Star Wars fans are a lot of the time terrible people. Because mm. like the the they, any person like that an Asian actor that they gave her like mm. like abuse for, for years now on Twitter and stuff like that. They can be very intolerant people. Mm-hmm. I would
0: say this though, I think it's a vocal minority. You know, what I mean, those are yeah, trolls. Those are those are Star Wars fans. Those are those are internet trolls. You know, those yeah. are sad basement dwellers. You know, whose mum <laughs> takes back, whose mum takes them down a, a microwave dinner every night, and they yeah. say, "Go away! I wasn't wanting this right now." Ooh, why did you get the other yeah. packet? They're just sad like yeah, from South Park. They're, yeah, they're sad sacks, Nikki. They're sad sacks. They're not yeah. Star Wars fans. You know, I will say yeah. this: like we're talking about the return of um, Palpatine. Not a big fan of it, uh, but I want to get into some positives that I have listed down here. Uh, before no, I let man, you guys, can I just point out I also hated G- Pulp,
2: I man,
0: but- <laughs> 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 What I will say is his reintroduction, the opening scene of this movie looked extraordinary. I thought, like everything from Kylo flying through, getting the he was on Mustafa at a point, I believe, getting the holocron, traveling to the planet. Going down how tense that was, and then the reveal of Palpatine with like the lightning, and you know, he's in oh, the yeah, darkness. This is again I get terrifying. sucked in as
2: well. Like that truffles, like see when he was at he was at like the when they announced Rise of Skywalker, Amy mm-hmm. McDowell was there and they'd done the trailer, and then he said, Play it again and the Emperor's voice. I was like yeah. a wee kid, like I was so excited. I just kept yeah. watching it over and over again. But then eventually I was like, Why is he back? Why is this? Yeah. That? Why have they done this? Because it just, I will say the thing. Yeah. So, sorry. The sorry. The thing that has Like I can't get my words to Think of that. I'm annoyed about it. Everything <laughs> that happened in all the films before this is just pointless. Now that he's back, everything like the whole arc of Anakin Skywalker as a sweet kid, then he becomes a Jedi, then he falls to the dark side becomes Darth Vader. Luke comes back and then he sorry Marnie i am just spoiled lost all all right, but <laughs> the last it's alright we did start the
0: fight. <laughs> he, re-
2: he redeems himself and he's a good guy but now like yeah. I watched the turn of the Jedi recently and I was like pointless it's pointless because Here's now he thing, just comes Favreau back
0: and F- Favreau and Faloni will um, will rectify yeah. it and make it make sense you know what I mean because they've already laid the groundwork for that but I get what you mean your point is still ba- your point is still completely valid Nicky
2: Thanks, to be honest. I rely on you telling me that my points are valid. That's what keeps me going. Nikki,
0: Nikki, see yourself. Go and fuck (laughs) (laughs) them. The positives I wanted to lay down. I think the whole movie looked phenomenal at points, Marnie. You were talking about CGI, but there was a lot of practical effects in here as well, and a lot of shooting on location. I thought they made it look really great. Um, at of point? I thought the score, like like you said, nominated for the Oscar. I thought the score was great. John Williams has been as big a part of Star Wars for a long, long time as anyone has, and that music will always be instantly iconic. It's a part of film history, mm. it's a part of cinema history, um, and I don't think I don't think that could be denied. To be honest with you, and mm-hmm. in terms of having the impossible task of putting together the last two movies, I think. There was no way this movie could have done it right. And, you know, and t- if, if it's not going to make narrative sense, just make it a big feel-good blockbuster film, you know. And, it, and failing everything else, I think that's what this movie did. You know, at mm-hmm. least it pleased people. It has a good audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, I am not part of that audience who would say this is one of my favourite Star Wars movies. But like Nikki says, when it comes to Star Wars, it's very difficult to get me to hate it. You okay, know, and Nikki, so- you, made, you made a more point. You know, on the when the last show you were on, I they could make sixty bad Star Wars movies in a row, and I'd still go to it because mm. it's and it's completely. I used to go and see them with my dad when they came out, and then all the memories attached with that bonding experiences with family. And then when the new ones came out, going with your pals all the time as well. You know what I mean? And mm. having the the hype of that going with them, like it's an it's an experience, and it it does bring people together. And it's one of the. We talked about the release of the Force Awakens. I think it's one of the only true franchises that can do that on such a large scale. You know,
2: we all and went and seen that be together. I think we've all went and mm. seen them all. We went and seen, no yeah, exactly, real. exactly. I just, mm. like you, if we didn't see to be fair, if we weren't friends with you, I don't think we would have went to see it together because you just booked everyone's tickets. Force Awakens, Steve, we
0: I, I, we didn't know each other at that point probably when Force Awakens oh, came see, out, Marshall.
1: <laughs> yes. I see, really I see. see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> But um I do have to mm. say this as well, Nikki, you bring it up. I want to sort of round off our discussion, but the future of Star Wars is in really good hands. I think we've clarified the problems of this era that Disney wanted a return on their investment. They bought Star Wars for a significant amount of money, they got their money back with these three movies. At this point, it was clear they needed a creative to oversee it all, and they have that now with that John man, Favreau, Day a man Favreau. Like
2: hat.
0: Yeah, Dave and John Favreau. What they've done with The Mandalorian is superb. You can go to AFT-TV and listen to me, Higgins, uh, Torres and Scott review every oh, episode just watch it on two. Disney Plus, Or you can go to AFT-TV um, and <laughs> listen to our reviews. <laughs> and it's, it's remarkable, and that has reinvigorated my love of Star Wars. Uh, and I came back to these yeah, movies was more of an open mind because now I. Tatooine first the though endo- with Clone Wars was also absolutely amazing. Clone Wars as well, and now you've got this slew of <laughs> Star Wars TV shows <laughs> coming out. Ahsoka, so, uh, this after is like, a... you know, All of it.
1: Can, can I just say this is what I don't understand? Because you've said to me, right, Marnie, you're watching the last, the last film. I'm like, oh, I'm coming in at the end. And I fucking knew it wasn't going to be the end. So where did go? Yeah, because it? Where, run, why they're, they're, is it
2: they're, continuing? There's the films, right? Because you've watched the end of the Skywalker saga. So that's like the three original three films and the prequels and the sequels. Then there's also the spin-offs of the people that were in the films. But right. the main saga is the Skywalker saga.
1: Which right.
2: You, you've watched the last one.
0: What you, you've got yeah, to look yeah. at it as they've got this galaxy here that whether the narratives within it aren't good or not, there's such potential and storytelling potential within that galaxy and that universe. You know? But I, I, and what I the, think
2: I come across really negative about Star Wars and these ones, right? It's just because it's so you don't cool. see. But I love Star Wars more than anything else. Oh, right. I love it so much. But it's just in the wrong hands at certain point. But the movies it was like they were trying to like find find their feet with it. And mm-hmm. then they cho- they should have kind of eased it out, like maybe started the Rogue One which I know they're not going to do because so want their money back, or start with some series before getting on to like, the big movies with the stories that everyone's watched. But as mm. you're saying, Truffles has in better hands mm. now with John Favreau and Dave Filoni, because they, they're fans as well, but they're not fans to the point where they'll do things like, like what Martin was saying, just putting Leia back in for no reason. But well, they did do that with Luke. But anyway, he's not dead, <laughs> obviously. But they, I will, mean... they will make hard decisions, I think. Yeah,
1: I mean, the last the last thing I'll say in response to that is, yes, you know, it's fair enough to say that there's a ton of um, storytelling opportunities in this universe. I understand that. I'm not trying to be cynical and say, oh, you just don't want it to end and you've just got to let it end. But we've taught the only thing we've said about the storytelling in this podcast is that it, it was poor. That it didn't,
2: yes. um, that it didn't no, carry on um, uh, a, the, the a the great narrative just had about... the original, If you had the original trilogy and the prequels, it's an amazing story. It's just this. These sequels, the be addition of them. Like, See, in my head, I don't pay attention to what happened in the sequels because it's George Lucas's idea, that original trilogy. So see, in the prequels, when there was bad decisions, you would go, well, don't really agree with that, but he is the guy who makes the decisions. Whereas in the sequels, mm-hmm. it's just all these other Mm. things, like people who weren't involved with Star Wars.
0: Let's lay lay down to finish off Was Disney. We're like, we're going to make a trilogy. We're going to hire three of the hottest directors right now to make it. J.J. Abrams, you make the first one.
2: As I said, it's a blueprint. It's just
0: fucking... Colin Trevorrow, you make the third one. Colin Trevorrow made A Henry, which bombed. So like, J.J. come back and make the third one. No cohesion, no collaboration between them. You're
2: letting Ryan Johnson even murder here. I'm At not, that point, Ryan Johnson taking JJ Abrams' film and just fucked
0: everything off from it. He hadn't fucked it, and he listened to the Last Jedi podcast, for a more positive. No, did, of did t- that. He did fuck it. Like, right. but listened, that was listen, set hey, up Nikki, we're not going anywhere. We've <laughs> said that before. you have said that before, <laughs> Honestly, right? But uh, you're just not asking. You've got a lot of
2: podcasts. I've got a lot of films in
0: this podcast. Um, <laughs> what's what's happened now is that Star Wars now has a creative oversight with two people who like a Kevin Feige at the mcu and you might not like those movies you might be the biggest fan of them but one thing you can say for them is, is that oversight and that vision has helped them you know remain successful and consistent throughout and tell an overarching story which resulted in a very very satisfying conclusion or first pinnacle in endgame for many fans and i'm excited that star wars now has that out of 10 what we're eating this movie marnie
1: Oh, I don't even I don't even know if I'm allowed to rate it for for someone <laughs> who did not d- didn't know what she was doing. Uh, uh personally, like a four. Four out of ten. Like a, like, a, like that's a generous like gen- generous and that that's just the experience I had watching it.
2: Fair, Nikki. I uh, I'll agree four, but from what the last Jedi done, it was it's an eight in terms of that, but as a movie, four. I'll give it a
0: six. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> moving <You're> on.
1: <laughs> I'm, a very forget- I'm a forgiven man. I like to like things.
2: Man, is he seen this? Did you think you'd want to watch any other Star Wars film?
1: I'm going to be honest with you, no. And I think so that's if you just watched because a New Hope,
2: you would want to watch other ones, honestly.
1: I'll just tr- watched you know a what? terrible one. I'll give it a try. It's. I think it's just not. They're not my taste in general. Like I'm not into action a lot. I'm not into. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: well, I like actually quite like fancy fiction, threatened.
1: but uh, oh. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> like the thing thing's kind
2: of like is absolutely um, nothing happening. And,
1: uh, <laughs> listen, guys,
0: guys, enough, <laughs> enough, right? Mar Mickey, Mar- <laughs> Marnie's not any action. We're
2: not gonna make her talk about Troubles, action. Trouffles you right? told me to try and to try and row you up a bit when I came back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> listen, we're not gonna make her talk about action. Godzilla vs
2: Kong uh,
0: released its first trailer <laughs> this week. <laughs> this week. Uh,
2: yeah. I'm sure <laughs> that's the same people that made the Phantom Dead. It looks <laughs> similar. <laughs> right. Well,
1: I know which in- one I'll be watching.
2: <laughs> it's uh, the fourth installment in
0: Legendary's uh, Monster Verse. It started off with Godzilla, then we went on to K- Kong Skull Island, then we went to Godzilla King of the Monsters, and now we are here. The the battle we've all been waiting for with Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: yeah, I
0: have. Uh, I'll let <laughs> like the two negative Nancy's get their the fucking teeth into
2: this one before right, I do it. Right, so let me day. go first. <laughs> this, right. is a, this is a typical example of a movie that, see, if you've seen it in the cinema, it, it'd probably be all right. But I will never watch that film. <laughs> There's not any bit, I mean, that goes, who's going to win here? I don't fucking care. Just two big, massive monsters. You're just looking at them going, Oh, who cares? Like, what's? It's just going to be a film full of the trailer as well. When she's going, oh, this girl is Kong's the only one that will talk to her or something. You know, like, fuck. It. Who fucking cares? Who honestly is mean, going? I... Can't wait for that new King Kong film. <laughs>
0: okay, well, I'll I'll answer who cares in a minute. But Marnie,
1: <laughs> well, I think. Oh god, I don't. I don't have. I don't have the time to say everything I want to say. Um, I'm going to say the reason I don't. Like a lot of action films, is that I just I'm watching fighting all the time rather than an actual story being told, um mm-hmm. wh- which is why I kind of turn off, like literally, like I just blank out from watching them. Um, mm-hmm. so that being said, uh, the King Kong film with Nicole Kidman and um, Jack Black, I fucking love. And uh, oh, there's a there's a bunch of other actors in it. So, so
2: long that film. Andy Serkis and and as well.
1: I love that film. I don't know why. I think it might be, like, the the sort of, like, all the retro aesthetics, like, it's very, you know, it's got, like, a really nice time period. I just love that film. So when I saw this trailer, I was like, oh, okay. Like, oh, it just kind of looks like every other um, acting film that's come out in the last five or so years. But it's just a great, it's a great story. King, like a massive fucking monkey. It's just great. I love it. I'll be watching right. it.
2: Thank bit. you. Fa- yes. yes,
1: that is the attitude we need, Marcus. Will, will I tune out with like the constant like screaming and the smashing of buildings? Probably, probably. Yeah.
2: But I couldn't watch. I'm not see apart from like Star Wars. I don't like action films either. I can't mm. watch films. It's just constant stuff, like all these Aye. lights and things happening. I just think I I just genuinely don't care what happens. Oh,
0: very mm. good. Well, listen. Here's what I'm going to say to what you have said. Godzilla from 2014, directed by Gareth Edwards.
2: Also Is that the direct, with Brian Cranston. At?
0: Yeah, also the director of that. Rogue One. Very well shot. It really gives off the scale of Godzilla. It's an extremely capable monster movie. Kong mm. Skull Island, directed by Jordan Vogt Roberts. It looks insanely good. I've seen v- that. George. Vietnam era Kong, like drowning out the sun. Like the the, the napalm mm-hmm. around it. It, it, it's the soundtrack. I hated Sky
2: Skull Island. It really impressed me. Godzilla, <laughs> it's King, it's King of the, the Monsters. Mate. It's the same as any film that's set like that. Can you time. just let me it's see something positive for once? No, straight away they just play Buffalo Springfield for what it's worth. So you go, oh, Vietnam, right away. Good, yeah, good, I'm go, happy they did. Sorry, did Godzilla, sorry. Godzilla,
0: sorry. Godzilla King of the Monsters. What do you think of Godzilla, <laughs> Godzilla King of the Monsters looked less great. You know, but at the same time I got the big monsters fighting each other. I for lack of a better term, I've been hooked, to be honest with you. Has there I've been a like King
2: Kong versus Godzilla before?
0: Yeah, in like the next 19...
2: Kong. Was he? Yeah.
1: Do you know what? I'm actually so embarrassed. I've just looked up, it's not Nicole Kidman, it's Naomi Watts. And I think that's ah, just what I thought Nicole wow. Kidman looked like before plastic surgery. It's actually <laughs> embarrassing. God did I you really think was... about her? I thought that was just pre-surgery oh god they're so similar that's a sin because Naomi Watts is a brilliant actress so that's an absolute disrespect and I apologise if she's listening. Listen I just want to see Godzilla and King (laughs) Kong I would
2: enjoy it there'd be loads of stuff that and then you'd be like it's good eating a popcorn that. but apart from that I'd never watch it
0: and I'll say this, they've Mm -hmm. done well with the overarching story and the mythos of it we've got to meet all the other uh, Titans in the last film, Mothra, Rodan, King Ghidorah, we got to meet Charles Dance as the villain. There's talks that Mecha Godzilla is the true villain of this movie. Uh, uh, I'm in it. it. I like Mecha
2: Godzilla.
0: <sighs> yeah. Apparently the Godzilla we see in the trailer is Mechagodzilla disguised, which I'd be like, oh, plot twist. And then the real Godzilla will rise and you know everything will be fine because Godzilla's the hero in the last movie, so that's why everyone in the trailer is so confused. As well, why is, why is Godzilla? Why is, causing havoc? <laughs> why, why is He's up he up to us a bastard? <laughs> why is he being a bastard here? I'm you sure know? that's what
2: they say it? Why is? Why is he up to all this? <laughs> well, what's he up <laughs> to? I thought we were.
0: Him, yeah. I thought we were in cahoots with Godzilla. Yeah. He was a good guy
2: the last time. Yeah. You
0: <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? Uh, someone, <laughs> the, uh, they aren't the only monsters around, though. There's also dragons uh, coming into the world. Rhea in the last dragon. Is the latest uh, what a transition from there from Disney? <laughs> that is lovely. I love it, i love that a seg <laughs> I love a segue. Spell S E G U E. Segue. Surprising. Surprise! Surprise! I love a nice segue. But this is going to be directed by Don Hall and Carlos Lopez Estrada. It stars Kelly Marie Tran, who, funnily enough, is in Star Wars as Rose as real. Uh, the warrior we see. It stars Akin Fimwa as uh, Sisu, who's the dragon, and everyone's favourite and yours, Gemma Chan as Namari, who's right yes. nemesis. Uh, it's long ago in the world of uh, Kumandra, and humans and dragons live together in harmony, but the land sort of divided now, 500 years later. Um, Rhea has to basically save the day and reunite everyone. It has To me, it has very much Avatar Last End Airbender vibes, which I'm, I'm quite it's big it's on. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. Marnie, what did you think
2: of the trio um, for Leia and the Last Dragon?
1: I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't wanna That's
2: a problem uh, on a thing we're supposed to have opinions.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's don't be do so it's rude! That. I'm not, I'm having a joke. Mm. The ruddest the rudest. I don't want to be rude, but what I want to say is, I'm not 14, so I, I don't have an opinion on it. Like to me, <laughs> that like is,
2: that's what I, I, I want to
1: say. But that's a I understand that's a really rude thing to say. But you know, that's not a film I would pay money to see in the cinema. Um, but then obviously, as we've clearly seen, I have you know different tastes, and that's fine. But um, I think in terms of in ter- do you know what in terms of pushing the boat out and trying to come up with like new and interesting and inclusive mm-hmm. stories for like. That are aimed towards children, then like it looks great, um, it looks really interesting or um and visually like really, um, not flashy, but looks like there's like lots going on and no, I I probably won't go see it, but uh, it's definitely going to be like uh the next the next big hit, you know, the next big cultural hit for the for the Wains.
0: Let's go see it, Marnie. Then you can review it. You know, you're part of the yeah. ship, part of the crew now.
2: You know what's it? Uh, <laughs> or just do what I do: don't watch it and just review it anyway. <laughs> I've done that before. Forgot to watch Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy two, and just oh.
0: reviewing it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, a, a good time that was, Nicky. similar more mm. to Marnie.
2: You not interested? Uh, I completely agree with Marnie. I would not I'm. Out, you're, I'm out of Disney films until like if I have kids. And it's not my. It's not for me anymore. Like. Mm. I've not mm. watched any of those ones like Frozen, Moana. Any of those are just passing me by. But here, looks like people like it. Here's the thing I'll say. I think, um, but you're a Disney fan. I'm a Disney fan, but I, I think
0: mm. Disney. Arnie, do well.
2: Three hours one time. Ask him about Disney World and how to maximize
0: oh. your
1: time at it. Oh my gosh. I've not. They'll give you down to the second.
0: I couldn't go to Disney World over you. You asked me for a pee break during this podcast. If you asked me for a pee break at Disney World, I oh, would literally. not even notice. I would. I would. Sm- I would... Punch you in the face in the middle of the Magic Kingdom, <laughs> the happiest place on earth. <laughs> honest <laughs> to fuck. Um, right. <laughs> what I would say about this, what excites me about this is that I can see like a world being built here. Uh, there's nothing I hate more than with these fantasy movies, and the world feels pure thin. It feels like it comes with a mythos, it feels like it comes with rules and these different characters and personalities. Rhea doesn't seem like your typical sort of Disney hero, do you know what I mean? She seems very capable, like, and very sort of independent. I like the fact that it's another female nemesis she's going up against as well like you know, it, it, it just to me it feels good to me it feels good and I will go and see it and if interestingly enough Scott who does the uh, Star Wars stuff uh, on TV, he Scott who? Lo- Scott my me uh, JD he mailed me during uh, lockdown basically like he'd stopped watched Moana um, and uh, Coco and the newer Disney films he missed out on and said he couldn't believe how good they were you know so I will say to anyone out <laughs> they there they do look
2: amazing I remember going to see Incredibles 2 and- I know it's not Disney, but it's a new animation film. It was one of the funniest things I've Ten seen. Technically, Disney
0: owns Pixar. It was
2: hilarious. And yeah. the animation's brilliant. That's what I'll say. Like, I know yeah. it's going to be good, but I'm the same as what Marnie said. I'm not I'm not. A, mm. that age group anymore. Yeah, someone's,
0: mm-hmm. going, to, someone's going to review I'm it. I'm an old, so. miserable
1: person. Yeah. <laughs> someone's going
2: I know. To me, so. Oh, I feel so old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, the, how much I've criticised Phantom Thread, though, I'm going to watch it again.
1: You have to. You've got to. Good. You, you, two, have can. I, you, we'll you talk, two can we'll do that
0: fucking show minute. then. You two can do that fucking <laughs> I'll, show because I will not and that again. Every single person on the film podcast could pull out of that show, and I'd just cancel it. I'd rather not have a show than go on it. Honest to God, I, would post I, I mean it that. And
1: it would just be me. I would do an, I would do a tour set, and it would be me putting you all to absolute shame with my oh. film analysis and criticism, yeah. which there would be none
2: of. of like, I've flawless. not got any
1: skills at that. I, <laughs> I don't know why I get asked on this thing. Honestly.
0: You're here for the controversy. Anyway, Here's He uh, has a controversy. He has a controversy. No, I've had to be
2: edited bigger. out of saying a few things
0: before. Yeah, nah, it's <laughs> not, something to, not something to brag about. Wasting
2: my time. The one, uh, but, just one last <laughs> point. The, one, the, the most shibing was, I thought they were hilarious jokes. And you were just like, right, we'll have to stop there. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for everyone to laugh and then you were like, right, we'll just pause the podcast.
1: <laughs>
0: well, less lesson, next month we're looking at romance films, we'll have three <gasps> yeah. Three of our hosts back, Grace will be hosting a show on when Harry met Sally, uh, which Kwaku is asked to go on because quote unquote, I don't want to do the serious films next month. Okay, Kwaku, that's fine. You can get <laughs> you can get the fun one. <laughs> uh, we will have uh, Eternal Sunshine in the Spotless Mind, hosted by <sighs> Ian Shearer, and we will Dunno. also
2: have I'll be on that one. <sighs> since
1: funny. you said since
2: you said I was a terrible host the other day. I never said that. And she said to my face. I said,
0: that said you're, you're not good at hosting. You're better as a panelist and you're not the best at hosting, is what, is what I said to you. Said I never terrible, said you were a terrible, terrible host. And Portrait of a Lady on Fire, uh, hosted by AJ, will be the final show. Uh, if Marnie, that sounds like it might pique your interest there. David, you know, I'll do a all three, babe. I'll do all three. <laughs> I
1: love all those films. Let's have it.
2: I yeah, found Oh,
0: Jesus Christ. Anyway, it's goodbye for me and for Marnie and Nikki.
1: All right. Bye, goodbye. Dave. Bye. Bye.